And I think that if a couple expects that the feelings that they're having during the honeymoon phase is what's going to continue throughout their relationship, then they're in for a big disappointment. And if they um, assess their marriage and think that, you know, well, something is wrong because I'm not continuing to have the feelings I had in the honeymoon phase, then, you know, they're misjudging their relationship. This week, a new study says couples married 20 years are happier than newlyweds. Dr. Karen Sherman explains why. Stay tuned. The whole mission of Hitched is to help couples enjoy their marriage and live happily ever after. That's one of the reasons we have the Hitched Wine Club. We wanted to offer something that would be a reminder every month for couples to sit down, reconnect, and enjoy the company of one another. We have partnered with the fantastic Touring and Tasting who hand select the wines that will be delivered to your door each month. You can go to our website, hitchedmag.com, click on the Wine Club link, and check out the different club options available to you. Again, visit hitchedmag.com and click the Wine Club link. Cheers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the lovely, the talented, the brilliant, the original Dr. Karen Sherman. <laughs> Hi, Karen. I, I don't know if you've got the right person. All those adjectives, really, I, I, I just can't take credit for all of those. But thank you. Here I am. Sure. Yeah, that's that's why I'm here, to, to put them put them on you. Um, so uh, I want to re- let everybody know that Karen is a practicing psychologist and relationship and lifestyle issues for 30 years. She is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Uh, Karen is also the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. Uh, and you can get more information at her website, drkarensherman.com. Okay, so uh, today we're going to talk about a study that came out, um, and it was out of uh, Penn State and BYU, and the study essentially says that couples who have who reached the 20-year marriage mark are happier than newlyweds, uh, which I think I found a, a little bit interesting um, and perhaps slightly surprising, and which gets into my first question, Karen, um, does this make sense to you? Yes, absolutely. As a matter of fact, um, I was just having this conversation with somebody the other day, and uh, this particular person is in the throes of the first 20 years and feeling very down and out and questioning if the love is still there. And what I was saying was that this was really very typical and that it would get better, um, but that um, in these first 20 years, uh, there's just so much going on that is stressful in a marriage that it's really not a lot of fun. So I'm going to leave that for just right now because mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll talk ab- about it a little bit more. But yeah. yes, absolutely. It makes sense to me. Okay. Um, and I, I have some thoughts on this as well, but again, I think we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so the study suggests that marriage satisfaction slowly declined over the first 20 years mm-hmm. before it then went up. Uh, mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? 
Okay, so I think it's for a bunch of reasons. Um, so, you know, initially when you get married, um, you're still in the throes of the lust and the excitement and even maybe some of the love goggles. Mm-hmm. And so your perception has a lot to do with everything. And then the reality hits. And the reality is that um, you're now married and you have a day-to-day routine. And a lot of that starts to feel a little boring and, you know, doesn't have the same excitement. And then there's a lot of responsibility. Now you have this commitment and you have bills to pay. Probably for most couples, um, they are going to have children uh, not long after they're married, and that's going to be as much of a blessing as it may be, very stressful. There's going to be tiredness. There's going to be a diminishing of sex. Um, You're not going to have um, as much time for one another. Um, There's... This is also the period where most couples are still building their career or careers, and so there's a lot of pressure on them for that reason, and all of that is going to pull them apart from each other, Um, and when you are stressed, um, you're not going to have as much toleration for each other's um, nuances and annoying habits and things like that, so in those first 20 years, it's probably not going to be um, as joyous as you expected it to be, and probably a lot of tension um, and irritation and, um, you know, a lot of possibly disappointment or feeling like this is not what I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you, so you brought up a lot of really great points there. Uh, I just wanted to highlight a couple things about the points that you made. Uh, we know through studies that um, anywhere between like four to seven years, and you hear about the seven-year itch, um, that couples have rough patches. And that's when we know that those honeymoon, feel-good, lusty chemicals that you were talking about start to wear off. Mm-hmm. And during that time, uh, then kids come into the picture, and then we know that divorce rates spike uh, when the kids leave the nest. Well, we're talking about you know, 18, 19, 20-year-olds. And guess what? This is right before yes. that things start looking better. And so this all actually falls in line with a lot of other research um, that we already know about. Um, and, and moreover, when you're talking about the, um, ha- a lot of couples having kids, we also know that uh, a lot of studies, or some studies at least, have come out that talks about parents will experience higher highs and lower lows. And depending on your perspective of how you... Um, uh, like accept that information, those lows can feel really bad. And we already know negative effects are really powerful emotions. So um, I just wanted to highlight a couple things from what you just said. Yes, yes. And, and we do know that marital satisfaction diminishes during the period that you're raising children. So there's a lot of things that are working that make it difficult in those first 20 years. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say that, um, you know, you were mentioning like between the four and seven year mark that unfortunately, a lot of couples, you know, um, don't really have the skills or the knowledge to get them through the rough patches. Um, You know, what we've talked about so many times on our podcast is that um, 
we we get married because of physical attraction, because of the the love, because of the good feelings, but it takes a lot more than that to have a solid good relationship. Mm-hmm. And a lot of couples don't think about that, you know, because this just feels so good and and we've had such a good time with each other and we think everything's going to work out. So we don't actually anticipate the kinds of issues that we're talking about today. And so then when you hit a rough spot, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not prepared for this. And it really can throw you for a loop. But what we do know from research is that If couples will hang in there, even when marriages are really, really bad, after five years, it starts to get better. Unfortunately, a lot of couples either don't know that or don't have the tolerance to hang in there through the difficult rough patches, and they call it quits. Mm -hmm. And if they would just hang in, do nothing more than hang in, it does get better. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to point that out now. Yeah. You know, the other interesting thing uh, that I was thinking about in terms of this 20-year marker. So let's just take some of the other data that we do know about, uh, which would be uh, the average age that couples get married now, which is 27 and 29 for uh, Mm -hmm. women and men. Um, That would put the 20-year marriage mark uh, right around 50 years of age, late 40s, right around Mm -hmm. 50 well, mm-hmm. right around 50, like career-wise, you're hitting your stride. Kids have graduated. Uh, basically, like you at that point, hopefully, you have some sort of life path that has, has been well-established. You have financial stability. You have hopefully mm-hmm. some career stability. Uh, a, a lot of the stuff that comes at you in just life in general should mm-hmm. have stabilized, which yes. would then give you the opportunity to enjoy your spouse more, do things, have some extracurriculars, maybe you know fix up the house not out of necessity but out of desire. So you mm-hmm. could clean up that room because you've always wanted like a sewing room or something, not because we have to fix the plumbing because our toilet doesn't work any longer. Yes, um, absolutely. So there's a lot of that stuff that I feel like, and when we have these conversations, gets ignored. Um, but I just wanted to I just wanted to bring that up. Um, OK, so I want to move on. Um, the The researchers from Penn State and BYU found that these long term couples benefited from spending more time together and shared activities than those who might still be relishing in their honeymoon period. Um, when they say that the, the couples benefited, do you think that's because they they understand each other better? They, they appreciate the time that they have together more? Well, like, what do you think that's about? Well, as you just pointed out, the the age for most people getting married now is in their late 20s. So put them 20 years later, they're 47, 48 years old. And so I think at that point in life, you have a different appreciation of life in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're, is there a midlife crisis? The research says not really, but I do think that people start to look at life differently. Um, you're aware of the fact that life moves quickly. Um, you're not, as you just pointed out, building your career so much anymore. You're resting on the laurels of what you've done. And you can now start to really see life 
from a, a different perspective, which is to really come to appreciate it, to value things in a different kind of way. So the honeymoon phase is more about that excitement and more of the physicality and more of the, um, you know, butterflies in your stomach kind of love. But there is a more, I think, sophisticated appreciation and understanding that occurs as you get older. So I believe that it is um, that you're going to benefit more in those shared activities when you're older than the period that was so fun and exciting in the honeymoon period. Mm-hmm. And, and so what about that? That honeymoon period, you know, I, I talk about it as like a bump or something along those lines. But we do know that there are the butterflies, there are the neurological chemicals that are really firing pretty rapidly during that mm-hmm. phase. Is it just not as impactful? Um, because we also know that when you're together for a really long time, like 20 years, that you have the bonding hormones really start to kick in and start to change how how you respond. So is it that the the bonding hormones um, at the twenty year mark are more powerful or impactful than the the honeymoon uh, chemicals that are pumping through us? Well, I think that the honeymoon phase stands on its own. It has meaning and it has you know we can appreciate it for what it is, um, but. I think it also has its limitations. And I think that if a couple expects that the feelings that they're having during the honeymoon phase is what's going to continue throughout their relationship, then they're in for a big disappointment. And if they um, assess their marriage and think that, you know, well, something is wrong because I'm not continuing to have the feelings I had in the honeymoon phase, then you know, they're misjudging their relationship. I think that that time is a very special time and it has a lot of, you know, good memories and nice feelings, um, but it, it's short-lived. It's not going to continue for months or years. Um, and it provides, you know, again, very nice memories, but it's not something that you should expect throughout your marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, to me... Um, if it doesn't switch over to a deeper, more bonding, um, more, you know, like with age comes wisdom, yeah. to a, a different quality type of relationship, then I that would uh, make me wonder what's really going on between the two people. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, and, and just to like drive home this point, we, we talk about uh, people having rose-colored glasses or rose-colored uh-huh. glasses, and we know that that is, a, a, in fact, a truism uh, in that we, we, our brains perceive our partner differently in those early years, mm. and we overlook – uh, the, the faults that they may have. I mean, I know my spouse is perfect and I'm, and I know your spouse is perfect, but, uh, but we do, we do, we, we, we don't see those imperfections and it's because of the chemicals that are pumping through us. And when those chemicals start to wane, as we get more comfortable in the relationship, we start to see their faults. And that's when we have those troubles that you were talking about earlier. Um, but then you have to go through that phase 
to then get to the that bonding stuff that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and which leads me into uh, what I think is like a really cool thing about all this is so we getting we're getting married longer. Um, but we're also living a lot longer, mm-hmm. um, which means that we are going to hit that 20 year mark. And then, you know, most people aren't dying when they're 47 and 50 years old. They're living for at least a good 20 to 30, if not many more years, if not decades longer than that. And mm-hmm. by the time 20 years from now, who knows what the <laughs> life expectancy will be at the way that technology moves. So, mm-hmm. um, this means that we're going to have many, many more years of these like really great, satisfying, bonding relationship years uh, in front of us. What do you think the implications overall uh, will be knowing this kind of information? Well, I I think that um, it lets people know that you can have long-term relationships that can be very satisfying, but I personally think it's important for couples to know what the right expectations are. I think that's true for any situation you're going to get into because your expectations have a lot to do with how um, you then act in a situation. Um, And I think, quite frankly, based on what you've said, which I think is all on the mark, that we're going to have to learn even more about marriage when it's very long term Mm -hmm. because um, there may be things that, we will see in the future that we don't know about yet as far as um, if we are continuing to be young uh, and be married for 50 years or 60 years, maybe we'll find that along the way we think it's better for couples to do some more independent things. You know, we'll find that's in the research. Mm -hmm. Or maybe we'll find that it would be better uh, that you spend more time together uh, on a regular basis. You know, um, Gottman, who we often quote, Mm -hmm. says that um, it is not necessary to be compatible, to have the same interests in order for couples to be happy together. Um, This article is saying, this research is saying that couples, um, you know, are enjoying shared activities. So I think that People like Gottman may find um, more interesting facts when we see couples who are together 50, 60, 70 years and are also bringing their own personal youth to that situation. However, I think the general implication is that you can have a long-lasting, satisfying relationship as long as you know how to do so. Mm-hmm. And that what we know already is that having a good relationship is healthy for you, both physically and psychologically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, I, I I don't want to butt in uh, and, and I want to leave it there. But do you have anything else you wanted to add? Hmm. Um. I think the only thing I would want to add is that one of the expectations that I always tell my clients about is to know that a relationship has ups and downs. So there are going to be 
hopefully more good times than bad times. But there are going to be periods where there are going to be bad times. And that doesn't necessarily mean you give up on the relationship. Um, And that even for long periods of bad times, um, there are things that one that a couple can do to try to reconnect. And as long as um, you find that reconnection, then what it shows you is that it's really there just under all the walls or the, um, you know, harsh feelings that have been building up because of all the negative impact of the stressors in your life. But again, don't just, you know, run and give up and figure, well, you know, I'm not feeling it. So, um, you know, let me start with somebody new. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really, really important to know that um, feelings are very often hidden or buried and uh, can absolutely uh, be revived again. Yeah. Okay. And it's, I I just wanted to say that, um, you were saying not to give up. I would add, and and not just give up, but not sabotage either, because I think correct. A lot of times, um, you know, g- giving up might actually be better because at least time will pass, and then you can find yourself reconnecting. But if you sabotage, that's a that's a willful act. Yeah. that can yeah. end it prematurely. So yeah, that's a very good point, Steve. Um, Okay, this was this was great, Karen. Um, I want to thank you so much for your time. And before uh, we wrap this up, I want to remind everyone that they have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for 30 years. She is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Karen is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get this information at her website, drkarensherman.com. And of course, you can get this info at our our website, hitchedmag.com, uh, along with uh, many, many articles, uh, all the past podcasts, and uh, of course, I recommend you sign up for our free newsletter that goes out once a week with all the latest info. Um, so with that being said, uh, until next time, and thank you so much, Karen. Thank you, Steve. All right, that's going to do it. Take care, everybody.